Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike and Liana, yeah, they're playing some games. You better pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. It's the R-H-A-P-B-M-B. Mike and Liana, yeah, they're playing some games. You better pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. Hello and welcome to the RHAP BNB for episode 13 of Survivor Winners at War. I'm your host, Liana Boris, ready to play some games, count some fire tokens, and talk about everything that happened on this double episode of Survivor. Now, Mike Bloom is not on the episode today. He's overdoing the voicemails with Rob, but fear not. We have a wonderful cast of characters that's going to be breaking down everything from this episode. First, I'd love to introduce my real life partner in crime. I guess the the Sarah to my Tony or the Tony to my Sarah? I guess we could figure that out. The mass Singer co-host, Puya Zanvakili. Puya, welcome to the B&B. It's a me. Hey, everybody. I'm very excited to be here at the B&B. Um, now, I don't have a mic impersonation, but I'll definitely try and fill the uh, big shoes that he's left behind here at the B&B. I'll try and ah. do it. For, uh, for a split second, I thought that was your Mike Bloom impression. Is he Mario? <laughs> I think so, maybe. I don't know. He's not here to defend himself, so sure. <laughs> All right. Well, also with us, we have Jenny Autumn. Uh, Jenny, how are you doing? I'm great. I didn't realize that I needed to bring my uh, my favorite Mario character impression. And I, I, I have been working on my Yoshi, but I, it's just not prepared. So I'm sorry. I couldn't live up to that there. <laughs> That's Thanks okay. for having That's okay. me, though. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you've heard Jenny, I'm sure, many a time on the morning updates, Renap, Twish. And she has actually brought a special guest with her as well. There are going to be four people staying here at the B&B. It's going to be a little cramped. Um, Jenny, who who have you brought? with you today uh i have brought uh wand off legend uh who i believe is is taking a bit of a sabbatical from that uh you might know him from the millennial boot camp uh my real life partner in crime the great phil t waha i'm gonna win okay <laughs> it's me phil t <laughs> and also warrior 
How's it going, everybody? Glad to be here on the B&B. This is really fun. I'm excited to do this. Okay, Phil, I thought that was your Mike Bloom impression. I'm really like, I'm all out of sorts here. Well, we've okay. been playing a lot of Mario Party, so like, yeah. I and Jenny is genuinely scared of Wario and Bowser, so I I'm try not, to do them all the time. I'm not scared of Wario. I just don't like the guy. Yeah, but Bowser is legitimately terrifying. <laughs> okay, Jenny, who is your go-to character? Yoshi, every play? single time. And I tried to play as Monty Mole, and it went terribly. So I'm never playing as anyone except for Yoshi ever again. Who even <laughs> is Monty Mole? I don't know. He's a mole. Anyway. <laughs> obviously and then phil i assume you pick someone that will torture jenny oh yeah either it's got to be bowser it's got to be warrior it's got to be someone evil or because waluigi, she doesn't like the evil one waluigi's also creepy like i have a lot of you know strong opinions about the mario characters anyways <laughs> now this is what this podcast is about right <laughs> yes that's actually yes today we're going to play what survivor reminds you the most of bowser. oh wow that actually uh, can be fun <laughs> i wish i wish we had predicted that uh no <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be doing some other absolutely ridiculous things here today. Uh, but before we get into all of the fun and games, I want to just take a moment to talk about this season and this episode. Uh, so Puya, you know, I, I want to hear what you've been thinking about Winners at War in general and how you felt about this double episode. I've been enjoying the season. I know, obviously, we're starting to wind down now. We're starting to finish. We're- starting to put a bow on the season and a lot of people are talking about where this ranks for them you know on uh, as a whole um i just want to say i enjoyed it it's been fun obviously this is a winter season we never thought this day would come and it's here and the double episode served its purpose it was fun it had a lot of segments i do not understand why we ended the episode with a recap i'm hoping that it means we're not going to get the recap at the finale but Jeremy is my favorite winner of all time. So to have him go made me very sad. Didn't like that part. But I've still doesn't matter. With this season, I've been sad a lot of times, but it's just been incredible to see all, you know, all these players come back and give it another shot. So ultimately, I'm on the ha- I'm I'm high on the happy scale with this season. I am terrified to ask, but Phil, are you also high on the happy scale? I am high as a freaking kite on the happy scale on this season because, like, let's be honest, like, I'm like a survivor casual at this point, and just like the 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 mystic of like having. The the, the 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 gimmick of just having 20 winners on one season is enough to suck me in. So I'm really enjoying the season. And also, I am a noted Tony Vlachos super stan. So uh, everything that's happening is making me very, very, very happy. Now, Jenny, are you terrified of Tony also or <laughs> no, no pattern here? I, I, no, there's no pattern there. Um, I mean, Tony is... Like, just one of the most incredible humans that I've ever watched on television. Um, and so, you know, some things have been disappointing about the season. Obviously, um, you know, the stakes are so high. There's so many of these winners that I, I'm emotionally invested in. I'm a very emotional person. I attach myself to a lot of these characters. Um, so almost every week has has had some sort of heartbreak for me. Um but you regroup and then you put all your stand chips onto, you know, like fire tokens into somebody else's box. Um, 
And so, so it's been, it's been very high emotion, but it's been really, really fun. And, you know, we're down to the final five with an asterisk as we're about to get someone uh, returning from the edge next week. But I, there are a couple people here that I will be satisfied with winning. And just the fact that Tony Vlacos is the only person still in the game who has not received a vote and is seems to be, you know, agreed upon by the fan base at this point as the most likely person to win the game is absolutely insane. If you had told me, you know, at the beginning of February before the season started that this is what we would be looking at, like I would have laughed in your face. And now we get to laugh in other faces when <laughs> it possibly happens. I'm really excited. It's been fun to watch and there, I still have a lot of rooting interests. I'm a big Michelle Fitzgerald person. So um, I'm not mad at it. Like, like uh, Puyo was saying, like I love Jeremy so much. And that first uh, hour of, you know, this episode was a little heartbreaking and I was a little worried about what the second hour was going to look like. Um, but it was good. Like it was an interesting episode. We got to see more stuff at travel council that I think that normally gets cut. Um, I find that human stuff interesting. Ultimately, it didn't end up really mattering for like the whole narrative of the episode, but I still thought it was good. I would have preferred they did something else with some of the time they had. The The recap was sort of weird, the placement of it at the end of the episode. That said, if they're cutting that from the actual finale to give us some better stuff, then that's great too. I thought we were maybe going to get a preview of the um, the EOE challenge, but it's fine. The episode was good. I wasn't thrilled with the first hour. The second hour pulled me back in. <laughs> the boot of Nick uh, Nick Wilson. <laughs> well, he got. I, I was shouting at my TV after he voted. You know, voted out Jeremy. Jeremy. So I was like, okay, I was mad. So I mean, I'm petty. I <laughs> I got what I wanted in the second hour, where I was like, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. So yeah, no, uh, totally, totally agree. I love it when, especially at the beginning of that episode, when Michelle is like, "What is our path to the end here, buddy? Like, <laughs> what did you envision for this?" Sassy uh, so Michelle was- gives me life. Like, she's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so it was neat to like see that whole thing come full circle. Exactly. And the whole like the using fire tokens on the challenge that Michelle wins, which ultimately be is why he goes. It was just a uh, chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, so, Puya, did you have any like top or bottom moments, I guess, from these two episodes that you want to talk about? Top or bottom moments. I mean, it was very fun seeing Michelle get her first immunity win here in the season. That was awesome. And Bottom moments, honestly, is in the same breath when she wins and they're not clapping for her winning the getting the necklace. I was like, hey, um, like we're all human. She just got her first win. Let's let's give her a round of applause. I mean, I know you all wanted her out. So be like, hey, kudos. We can't do what we wanted to do. So that was I was a little bit salty about that. Not going to lie. But I mean, other top part for me and probably my favorite part was when Tony and Jeremy were talking about the days of the week. That was awesome. That was so much fun. That was comedy I needed. It was great. Yeah, I want to take a poll. Okay, how many days are there in a week? Phil, how many? 14, Liana. It's 14. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I thought you might side with your boy Tony here. Like, no, nope, nope. I, uh, I, I own a calendar and I, I can count uh, to 14. So <laughs> That's as far as you go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, 
I loved how also in that moment, Tony was like nine days. And I was like, that's not even like that. Is, what? <laughs> like, there's no like there's no week that has nine days. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that a, is that like a shift thing for like police officers or firefighters, perhaps like nine days on and then like four days off or something like that? And that's what I was trying to figure out what they were talking about there. Um, it was it was comedic gold loved getting to see that dynamic between the two of them uh but i have no idea what tony was talking about with nine days in a week it was like a shift thing or something where it's like oh he gets every other friday off so it's nine days then i really think that like he he's just like he knew he was wrong but tony just seems like the kind of guy that's gonna argue his point no matter what so it's like he was like caught saying something like completely dumb but he was never backing down because he's tony vlacos baby well and they also have the calendar coded by like what was happening on those days the calendar is so cool like mm. i i feel like they just have like so many more trinkets this season like they have paints and stuff like that um and so the, i love the calendar but like they have certain days like there's like frowny faces if there was like nothing happening on that day like whatsoever it was just like an off day and then they had like the days like you know for the tribal councils and like who was booted so it seemed like the argument was about like days of actual work and so i think that tony was saying like if if it was an off day and they didn't have a challenge and they didn't have a tribal that it wasn't work and then jeremy was like we're talking strategy right now this is work and so i think that that may be the math something about the way that the days had broken out that there was nine days of actual business i don't i i don't know but I, that seemed to be i'm, I'm trying to make some sense of we Tony's need a argument. Yule twitter thread like 20 <laughs> tweets about how this is working like i don't understand somebody has to explain it to us <laughs> I, I I don't know. Does Tony have kids? Because I would love to see him trying to homeschool his kids' math. <laughs> yeah, we saw his kids with baby treat. cakes. Yeah. Oh man, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how the the uh, quarantine homeschooling is over at the Vlacos head uh, head ho- household right now. I don't know. I was kind of disappointed that his kids weren't just like two like mini Tonys, just bald and just like with tattoos, like I was wearing wife beaters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think oh yeah, he's got kids. We saw it on the season. <laughs> <laughs> we completely blocked that moment out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was all about baby cakes. Let's be real. Honestly, the, that family visit, I know this is not what we're talking about right now, but like seeing Tony get emotional about his children is like, and his wife, like that gets you. Cause you don't get, we never got to see that Tony before. So I really no. feel like we've just, we've just got to see so much of like more of Tony's fun and softer side in this season, which has been really enjoyable. Like we're obviously still seeing like the strategic Tony. Um, obviously we had that whole tribal council where it was about, um, you know, like this isn't a lot more emotional season for a lot of these people. There's real friendships here. There's relationships. People are being more honest because of it. And then we see, you know, uh, Tony ultimately go to the voting booth and vote out his buddy, Jeremy, and say, listen, this is nothing personal. So we're still getting that strategic like game first Tony, but we're getting to see a lot more of like the human moments from him um, that I don't think got outlined in his previous seasons so um the character building for for tony himself i think has just been incredible to watch Mm -hmm. well i think as much as we've talked about tony i think this was also a coming out episode from michelle puya you kind of touched a little bit on this like we get you know the sassy michelle from jersey coming out here (laughs) yeah it was very fun to see i feel like michelle's narrative throughout the season has kind of been 
weird because she comes in, enters the season saying, you know, I want to write the naysayers. You know, a lot of people didn't take my win as something of value, didn't really put the respect on it. I'm here to change that. And then somewhere along the way, it became a, oh, me and Wendell, you know, we're back on an island now and we dated. And now her narrative was like this ex relationship that's happening. And then once Wendell went out, I feel like she kind of got lost in the shuffle. And now finally, we're getting back to that story that we started with of, okay, can Michelle and, you know, fix the ship? Can she do it again? Can she prove to people that she has done more and is deserving of more respect than she has gotten? And I'm intrigued to see how she comes through in the finale, because like Jenny said, a lot of us are looking at this finale and be like, is there any way anybody but Tony's going to walk out of here victor? And I think that ultimately, one of the couple things that we're going to come out of the season with, obviously being, oh my God, who won twice? And then did Michelle get the respect put on her name like she probably deserved the first time around that she didn't get? Has Are people going to change their opinions on her or not? But I think that this episode was a good step in the right direction for her because seeing her, while she has been voting incorrectly and not with the pack, seeing her complex story come through, seeing her win that immunity when she was probably gone, it's just been, it's been fun. It's been fun being on the Michelle train throughout this season, I would say. And I think she's somebody who also had what the most people probably give her fire tokens when they Mm -hmm. exit the game. Like, I think that that just represents the game that Michelle brings, like, you know, social to a T and, uh, and that's really cool to see. And it was nice to see her get more airtime this episode, I think as well. Well, and it's nice to like have the fire tokens as a a way of signifying someone's social capital in the game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while it's been clearly outlined that Michelle has been on the wrong side of the vote, like a lot of the game and has had like an uphill battle basically since like the swap um, or really since the beginning of the game. um, It's nice to have some way of like showing for have having a good social game by being like you know look at all of these fire tokens that were bequeathed to me and like the things that I've been able to do with them um so so that is something that I've enjoyed personally about um the fire tokens because I have a lot of respect for social players and I think that they often get lost in the flashiness and the strategic um moves of some of these other winners and so I'm really I'm really happy that we can that we have the fire tokens as something that Michelle could point to if she does get to the to the end of the game, a, a way of actually showing what her social bonds gave her in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's uh, let's pivot a little bit and let's get into some of our normal fare here at the BNB. And I'm talking about the predictions. Yes, the sealed predictions that we locked away at the beginning of the season. We are now going to go through them for both Jeremy and Nick. So, Puya, you have Mike's predictions. Um, and so go ahead and read what Mike had predicted for Jeremy's fate in the game. Okay. And you were just to be clear, you don't want me to impersonate him. I'm just going to read these. Okay. Uh, well, if I it's would your, like that. Yeah. Your Mario meets Mike Bloom <laughs> impression, then yes. Mario Bloom. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I can pull it out for most of these words, but we'll, we'll, we'll just go regular. We'll go regular. Love you, Mike. Um, okay, so for Jeremy, Mike had goes out in an unmemorable fashion, surprisingly finds no idols, but gets something played on him. 
His family visit will be the biggest highlight of the episode. His closest ally will be Wendell. His worst enemy will be Adam. He's going to have 30 confessionals and four fire tokens. Okay, well, that's not fair, Mike. I was like, the first one, I was like, oh, okay, good. The first one's bad. And then the rest of them were like, spot on, spot on, spot on. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that was pretty good. Uh, Like not playing anything, not finding anything and having things played on him. (laughs) All right, well, let me give my sad predictions. Uh, I said that Jeremy would get a confessional where he says that he's doing it for Val. I wrote Monica and crossed it out, but that doesn't work as an audio joke, so I just have to poorly (laughs) explain it here. Uh, I said that he would find at least one idol uh, and that he makes, oh, snap, his catchphrase and also calls Jeff Jeffrey. I'm going to assume that was based on preseason stuff, I hope. (laughs) Otherwise, I don't know really where that came from. Um, Phil, you're welcome to steal Oh Snap. I feel like that could also work for for you. you? I've been using Oh Snap. (laughs) Oh Snap is a go-to for me. (laughs) Oh Snap! Uh, And then I had that Jeremy would get 194 fire tokens. His his ally would be Tyson. And his enemy would be no one would be willing to play with him but no one is his enemy directly so i don't know what the whatever is no one a person i don't know i don't i don't know i think this might have been one of the last ones i wrote clearly based on oh snap so it's really where we are here Uh, all right well um, i'll go ahead and read my next prediction as well so I said that Nick would try to collect as many fire tokens as possible to sell them on eBay after this season. <laughs> um, I also said that he would get mad that other people are naming alliances without him. Um, and I also said that he would stay on the edge of extinction the entire time. He wouldn't quit, but he would be close to returning. That's like the most vague prediction in the entire world. Uh, 953 fire tokens. His ally would be Sarah and his enemy would be Parv. I did not realize that he had a crush on her. So mm-hmm. that one I missed. All right, Puya, what did Mike say? Okay, so for Nick, Mike said, gets targeted early in a close vote, isolates himself early on, makes the most one-on-one relationships this season. People will call him shady, but also an underdog. Closest ally would be Wendell. Worst enemy would be Sarah. 16 confessionals and a single fire token to his name. Wow. Okay. Okay. There um, was, yeah, there's highs and lows in, in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I think uh, we didn't predict that Nick Wilson would have. How many confessionals? Do you know how many confessionals Nick ended up with? Um, uh, because I think no. the Nick moment for me that really stood out the most was when we were debating whether or not his like, woo, counted as a confessional <laughs> oh, or not. The shark, the shark confessional. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm not a big confessional counter, uh, but I feel like didn't like Tony have 18 in one episode or something like that? So <laughs> he did. I do know that Tony has the most. I think he has 60 going into the finale. Oh and the goodness. second highest after that is Adam with about half of those confessionals. Adam. So 16 might not actually be that far off. Yeah. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I clearly forgot to write confessional counts for these. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not going to. We're not going to. 
Yeah, I like to blame quarantine for a lot of my problems, but I realized that most of those things started before quarantine ever happened. Like I wrote these before quarantine, but I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna. You sensed it was half. It was coming. You felt. I knew. So I just knew. I just knew. Okay. Well, uh, before we play our first game, uh, Phil or Jenny, is there anything that you guys want to make sure that we discuss before we play our first our first game here? Uh, There, there was a lot of fun dancing in this episode very fun dancing <laughs> like obviously we were already saying this michelle was so great in this episode um and i don't know i just like to see you know the scrappy sassy side of her but we also got to see her like smiling and like dancing and having fun and i just love michelle so much um the dancing after she won immunity there was a point after she flips the coin yes. and she does like the little hands over your knees yes. like swag move yes. like i dig i dig that pretty hard and then obviously like we can't not mention what that dance was from denise earlier in the episode you remember that she it was like while they were at camp and she was also like getting low and doing some weird like arm knee (laughs) shimmy type thing yeah 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 wait so okay uh puya was that the one that i it's like that thing that you showed this is gonna sound super vague but so there's this vine where like there's these kids hitting the whoa and doing different dance moves that are more modern and then it pans over to this kid doing like the hands and knees thing and the guy says (laughs) what is that what is that and that is the dance move that Denise was doing. That so, was basically, yeah, that? I think I know exactly the dance move. I don't know this vine, but apparently we're talking about vines in 2020. Um, That's right. <laughs> rest in peace to vine. Rest in peace vine. <laughs> um, but uh, that is pretty much the the essence of what Denise was doing, and it was beautiful. We've really gotten um, an emphasis on the arts in this uh, season of Survivor. We had, you know, Sarah's fashion show a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, we've got some painting. Denise is d- designing tattoos for herself, and just the beautiful dancing. It's truly been, you know, a cultural experience for us all. Not to mention Wendell just building random stuff out of like <laughs> stuff around the island, like he's a fucking Animal Crossing character. <laughs> Like he has the comb at at a tribal council and stuff. Like what? Like where is he getting all this stuff? Is he is he trading in things he's finding on the island to Tom Nook? At- <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's like building his own paths. My sister, my sister sent me a screenshot of her from Animal Crossing, and she like one looked like a penis. She was like, I accidentally made a path, and it looks like a penis. Like, hey. Oh, thanks, Marisa. <laughs> careful Um, careful down that dick path (laughs) yeah right uh no i i love that i i want to go back actually to the coin flip because i want to take a poll here yes Uh, and i i feel like yeah one of you has strong opinions there's four of us here right this is challenging people so yeah you can battle over who wants to talk first about this coin flip situation okay um can i can i go first please Go sure. right ahead. Okay. Yes, that wasn't I, I love Michelle, but that wasn't a coin flip. That was a coin <laughs> toss up onto the table. It's like when you are playing I mean, I I someone said this on one of the podcasts this week, but like it's like playing ga- board games with a kid and they're like, I need six. And then they'll just like hold the dice with the number six up on the table and then throw it, hoping gravity will keep it still. That's how it felt. It was like, and then she celebrated. Like, I think the reason it worked was because she was confident in it. When it happened, she celebrated like it was over. And you can't really like, you know, turn that shit back. I think 
you got to believe that what you did was cool. And I think she did that and it was cool. But that was not a flip. That was the farthest thing from a flip. It had to have at least done a 360 in the air on 720 if you're nasty. But it should have done something. And it didn't. I mean, my issues with it is that the advantage itself is so lame. Um, <laughs> like it's just, Facts. it's so stupid in the first place. Um, and I can't believe that like we're led to this point where there's four of us on a podcast and we're like debating like somebody's coin flip, like uh, strategy and whether it was valid or there not. There was no debate. That was <laughs> it was bad. It was cheating, and Jeff should have to flip the coin. Well, I thought, happen. yeah, I thought that Jeff would be the one that had to flip it because I didn't think that it came down to like, uh, you know, you practice like getting it a certain way and you do it that way. But um, I mean, to Michelle's like defense. There was, if there were any rules about how it needed to be tossed or flipped or whatever you want to call what happened, happened. Um, there, they weren't clear. So if that was, if all she needed to do was throw it into the air and make sure it landed on whatever, then she succeeded in that. So <laughs> no. I like, you know, did we have a rule in how many times it had to flip in the air and like change sides? Like she did. It's not like she just like placed it onto the table. Um, it did go up in the air and at least turned over once, I think. Um, but it, the the advantage itself is just so dumb that I like I can't falter for it because it's just like what are you gonna do? Yeah, I think it goes to the question of what defines a flip. Now in flip cup, everybody knows you only mm. have to flip it once. And that was valid in, in flip yeah. cup <laughs> game. That was a valid flip, and it's called flip cup. So if you're gonna flip a coin, <laughs> right? Doesn't that make sense? We would have to, I guess, look back at like the official rules, Puya. Yeah. Well, I feel like with a with a coin, it has to at least like both sides, both surfaces should face up during the flip at before it lands on a table. I think, or in the palm of someone's hand. I think it has to at least have the surface be like if this was a no, this is not gonna make sense. It should yes, both <laughs> both sides should face the sun or the moon. but that's not how flip cup is so it's like it's you're just flipping it it's like it just it's just going into the air it flips in some direction and lands in some direction all right let me come in and explain this because i'm the sports guy here in sports when they flip the coin they flip it into the air like they do a thumb flick off the thumb and then it goes up and you and you let it fall like the, the, the gravity onto the ground. And then that's that's what it is. You don't just toss it like one little flip. You know, you got to flick yep. it off the thumb. I think the, the, the whole thing is you got to flick it off. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't have... an actual coin. It was like a it was like a a saucer like it was a, like a hockey puck. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. The whole thing was stupid. And you know what? It worked out for Michelle. So I'm happy for her. And I obviously thought, I thought that Jeff was going to be the one that threw it Mm. so that it was like going to be completely random. And there wasn't any sort of like, oh, you can practice like 8 million times to, to get it, you know, see how many times you get it on the safe side. Um, because it really is just a 50 50 chance thing. And if somebody else is tossing it, then that's taking out any sort of like strategy from your own, your own end, your own end, own end. But whatever. It's a stupid advantage. (laughs) And 
if we see it again, I will be shocked. Now, this may be a stupid discussion that we're having. However, I do want to say, Phil, I think you're on to something. Also, because it's not like the it's the ref who flips the coin. It's not like Drew Brees gets up there and is like, oh, I'm going to flip the coin. OK, so having the third party do it. I like that. But I get the complaint about, you know, that's a big coin. So you'd have to be doing like thumb workouts to really like get prepared in order to flip the coin appropriately. And I would now just want in the future the best four out of seven coin advantage where (laughs) they have to flip it multiple (laughs) times. It's not just a yes or no. I think that I mean, really, we're talking like true excitement there. I mean, so what if for next time, instead of having it be a coin flip, it's like a coin quarters and they have to bounce the coin into the urn. And if it lands in the urn, they're safe. If it doesn't, they're out. You know what Survivor needs? Drinking games. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Why don't Drinking we just make it? Is. Why don't we just make it flip cup? I mean, I feel like Michelle would kill that. A beer pong tournament <laughs> for immunity against Jeff. Against yeah. Jeff. <laughs> that I would watch. Okay. I'm like so down. All right. So now all immunity challenges turn into drinking games, and you could play with water. Like that's fine. We don't want to go that far. Yeah. But I would love to see a water pong tournament on Survivor. But the structure of those games is really fun. And, you know, like it, they're just as arbitrary as flipping a wooden <laughs> coin. So, like, why not make this fun? And to be honest, they're more exciting than standing there and holding something. So and they don't require that much equipment. Right. Like if that's the complaint, like, oh, we can't do that. You just got to have a bunch of tables and some cups, you know, not that hard. And then. And they can still do the colored cups and just like, you know, and I can see this happening. We should be on production. Yeah, all we of should. Us. This all is of us, great. Yeah. We are so smart. Okay, let's just look. Thankfully, we're rec- or maybe not thankfully, but we're recording this. So, you know, we'll just like cut it up, send it off. And I think, yeah, I think we have a new future ahead of us, you guys. <laughs> Uh, wow. wow just outstanding we're gonna be great don't don't even worry about about uh quarantine and, and the state of our jobs or anything like that like you know survivors coming back and we're oh going God, i didn't even think about drinking games in the state of COVID 19 like no one's gonna play beer pong <laughs> you need a side cup side oh cup man is beer pong dead forever yeah those those pong balls are probably carrying all sorts of, of think, bad things yeah so. the move there and i've been doing this for a long time you don't put your drink in the cups. You put water in the cups, and when they sink yeah, yeah, it, yeah. you drink your yeah. drink. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that, yes. that's the meta. Yeah. Uh, that's a pro yeah. tip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, thanks, guys. If we've clarified that, we'll be sure to include that when we send it off to Survivor Production. Yes. Yeah, send it to Samoa. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Going to Samoa. <laughs> now let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. Okay, Puya. I'm... I want to say excited for the game that you have brought today. I don't know how this is going to unfold, but uh, take it away. Yeah, it took so much out of me to not have the song that corresponds with the Ghana funeral meme coming up as you introduced me. here. (laughs) I'm not going to do that, but it's in everyone's head right now. So I brought you a game. It's called Pick Me. And here's how it's going to go. First of all, I've sent the link in the Skype chat for all parties involved. So you can take a look at it. I don't know if you've seen the form yet, but I put this out there for everybody to fill out and help me out. I had about, I want to say, 11 memes from various times on the Internet on to this little form here. And 396 of my friends have submitted a response. Oh, my goodness. So about 400 people have said who reminds them of what meme and who is best represented by what meme throughout this season. Now, here's how the game's going to work. And feel free. To I'm not a Kalish. I'm not like strict about my stuff. If you want to change the rules, we'll do it. I don't mind. Okay. So what I want to do here is I'm going to have it be all three of you versus each other. Because if we learned anything just now, when playing games like this, it's fun to be competitive in them. So <laughs> and you guys are all going to be friends after this or enemies. We'll see how it goes. But I'm going to oh ask you to look at a certain meme from this list. And then I'm going to ask you. A question related to that. It could be who out of the 20 people on this cast did people vote for as the most likely to be this person or who was the second highest or third highest? Not going to go beyond that because that seems a little bit too much. So that's what we're going to do here. Is everyone excited to get memed? I think I am. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Meme me, bro. Let's do this. (laughs) All right. So. Here's what we're going to do. So you got you. You've all opened the uh, form right here. I, yeah, we've got lovely, it open. Lovely. OK, so first and foremost, we're going to look at the aforementioned Ghana funeral meme. Now, this meme has gone viral thanks to the uh, the powers that be at TikTok. And thanks to just Puya. Yeah. <laughs> just Puya is spreading this meme everywhere. And that's why it's it, it, my he favorite. plays. No, he plays the song like without the meme, like all of a sudden, just the song will start playing in our house and he like comes in the room and then he starts doing the Ghana meme. Yeah, the the, oh the my best God. part is um, when Liana's listening to music and I can go on Spotify on my phone and change it to that and then make an entrance into the room. <laughs> I, I'm picturing you like carrying like one of the two cats like on your shoulder like the casket like walking into the room and now I absolutely need this like actual visual to exist so that I can oh, have our it. Our couple's costume this year along with the cats is being the Ghana funeral meme. Yeah. Like he's I'm, already I'm decreed decreed it. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> oh can't wait. I wonder what quarantine Halloween looks like if we're still in that in that uh situation contactless trick-or-treating oh man okay so oh sorry to make it dark guys (laughs) so i would like all three of you right now to tell me what your call sound is so that if you call out first i can give you the opportunity to answer first 
Um, I would like to make a duck sound uh, because I'm a waterfowl enthusiast and earlier today i was doing duck noises uh well why am i telling people this <laughs> to represent different moods so <laughs> we're going with a duck call from Jenny. okay well so i just want to clarify is that any duck call or does it have to be a particular mood of a duck call i i think i'll i'll keep it simple and it'll probably just be like <laughs> like just straight up <laughs> Classic. Oh my god. Okay. Well, okay. And, yeah, and then uh mine will just be the word quack. Okay. No. Oh Can you god. please change wow, your answer? That's messed up. Is that too confusing? Just a little bit. Okay. I'll do I'll just say uh I'll just say skirt skirt or something. Oh, <laughs> the authentic filthy experience right there. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be authentic to my brain. Okay. You're, uh, okay. this is like, I, I was gonna say this is a spoiler, but the Renap. Who are you, Phil, when you did the masked Renapper? What were you, the eggplant, the uh, aubergine? I was the aubergine. Okay. Wait, well, did I say, no, I said, no, I'm the eggplant. Okay. I was okay, the yeah, eggplant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in your recording at the very end, I think you go, Skrr, and that gets yeah. stuck in my head. I hate you, and every once in a while I just go. <laughs> so I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, ba da ba ba ba. So I am gonna go with it's a me, a Mario. But I might just go with Mario, gotcha. depending okay. on my mood. Okay, will either work? Noted. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That sounds good. Okay. To me. Okay. So is this a speed thing? Like I am very stressed out suddenly. Like uh, not really. So is this like Jeopardy? And like we one of us is buzzing in first. Yeah, basically, if you have a good feeling that you're oh going to nail the answer, you go for it. And then there's so no wait, consequences. Can we do a practice? Can we do a practice? Uh, sure, sure. So, so just pick a random meme that's not in the thing, and then yeah. say a question. Okay. And then so we'll practice in this season. Who best? Would you say describes the Paul Rudd look at us meme? Oh, skirt! Right. No, no, wait! <laughs> <laughs> it's a meme. It's it's it is it's, in it's, her hand. It's Tony and Sarah Puya. It's Damn Tony it. and Sarah. Look at us. Who would have okay. thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Tony right. and Sarah. There you go. And that's that's all there is to it. And then Phil. Wait, would but get Puya the point. has to call on Phil though, because I I thought I got it. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. For you said my, you said my noise. <laughs> this is how much the skirt has gone into Liana's head is that she's actually using it as her own. It's so easy now. to say. I'm like, I picked such a terrible <laughs> call. Really it rolls right. off the tongue. <laughs> All right. So, Jenny, you, you feel good? I feel good. I never feel good, but I'm willing to accept my fate. Quack, quack, mother. All right, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. feeling James Brown as well. Okay. So, all right. So we're going to go with the Ghana funeral meme right off the bat. Who do you think, not the first, who do you think had the second most votes to be the Ghana funeral meme of the season? What you got for me, Phil? (laughs) Okay. So the second most robbed person of the season, it's got to be Tyson Apostle. That is incorrect. All right. It's a me, a Mario. What will you say, Leon? Adam Klein. Also incorrect. Oh, oh. we're never gonna get this. Okay, well, can, can I can I bust in yeah, anyway? Yeah, you're, well, you're, you got last <laughs> dibs here. Uh, I was gonna go with Adam, but you know what? Let's let's go with uh, Kim Spradlin Wolf. That is also incorrect. So, gosh, the number one answer. I'll tell you that, and I'll tell you the second one. So, the number one answer for the Ghana funeral meme was Sandra Diaz Twine. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Which that kind of makes sense. Makes Exactly. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. I could see it. 17% of the votes were there. The second highest, and I would love for us to talk through these and explain what's going on here, was Tony Vlachos, who's still in the game. and is in Yeah, the- because, no, 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 I got this, because this is how I kind yeah. of interpreted it, too. He's the guy's mm-hmm. carrying the coffin. Yes, oh. I was thinking about that, too, until that's what, that was my interpretation of it as well, Liana, yeah. until... Um, and I'm easily influenced because I'm a weak human. Um, and so <laughs> when, when you and Phil were giving answers more along, like, you know, someone who died or someone that was like constantly being walked to their funeral, um, I was, you know, thinking of people like, um, like Adam, for, for example, but that, that actually was my initial interpretation of the meme. So I oh, am comforted. That makes a lot more sense, actually. Yes. And I feel very dumb. It's okay. It's fine. I'm, I got the next one. I got the next Sarah one. Sarah and Tony are, are the guys at the front. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. Well, and then third was Ben. So that I can't understand. Ben is, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> is Ben the guy in the coffin or no? Yeah. Okay. So since all three of you got it wrong, um, I'm giving a point to the audience who are also an active member of the game. Oh, okay, wow. So they might be Good job, guys. You. Good job. Good job. I like this twist. Where's my flip a coin to prevent this from happening? <laughs> Actually, no, it's not the audience. Mike Bloom gets the Oh, oh no. wow. He's not this even here. Very embarrassing when we all lose. Mike Bloom is in the audience. That's true. So. Technically, okay. we're all the all right. audience. Are we? I would say so if you listen back to this. <laughs> okay. So... The next meme here is the SpongeBob meme, also known as the meme, where someone (laughs) says something and you respond with this meme and the letters that the sentence that they were speaking in, in lowercase and uppercase, mocking what they said is how I would describe this. Who had the number one answer? It's a me. It's a me. It's a me. A Mario. (laughs) Ben Drebergen. Ben Drebergen for the point. Liana, with 30.9% of the vote, Ben Drebergen wow. was the correct answer. Knew it. Nice. Good job. <laughs> and you get a point. Now, I would like to move over to Jenny and Phil and say I'm willing to give either of you a point for the first one of you to say who had the second most votes for this meme. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is like, it sounds like a buzzer itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to go with uh, Denise Stapley. Ooh, interesting. So the Denise Stapley is incorrect. She had only six votes for one and a half percent. Uh, see, can I explain my, my answer? It's it's more. So, again, interpretation. Uh, me, and this is the beauty of the meme. Um, I'm thinking of like, you know, Denise getting fed up and being like, you know, at tribal council being like, stop. And so I am interpreting Denise being like, do you know yes. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. We get you. I get you. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, okay. So, skr, skr, Um, it's your boy, Phil T. Oh and I'm going to say that the number two answer on the board, sir, was uh, actually Tony Vlacos. How about that? Let's, let's see. Let's see. Uh, it was Adam Klein. Yeah. That was my other oh, guess. That was my other guess. Wow. I yeah. Have yeah. And, and when I I'm going to did this, be terrible I thought of this. Adam Klein. <laughs> that was the person I thought of filling this one yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, that that conversations between him and Ben, it that they are this meme. Yes. Mm-hmm. That actually makes a ton yeah. of sense. Like yeah. back and forth. So get it. 
Okay, and the next one is the distracted boyfriend meme, right? So this one, everyone knows. The guy's looking back. He's walking with his girl. He's looking back at the other girl. Now, I didn't let the audience know to specify who's who. I do have the top three <laughs> answers polled, and just buzz in if you think you have one of them. Oh, can I guess all three? Yeah, yeah, no. If you guess all three, you get three points. Okay, so I think Michelle is the girlfriend looking at the guy. Nick Wilson is the middle guy, and then the th- the third the the third ch- is Jer- <laughs> voting out Jeremy. So Jeremy, right? You got one person in the mix. Jeremy okay. was on the board. Okay. Yeah, but like, well, what you're pulling out is the person that's in the most number of combinations. Like, yeah. it could be the boyfriend oh, in every single one. Right. I definitely didn't think. Wait, about so that. that's what we need to be. We, we just need to pick one person that's in the most combinations, yeah. or we have to pick three. No, no, no. You can pick one. You have the option of doing what Phil did and picking three to get three points. Okay. So do uh, I get point wah, three, wah. three repeater uh, points? <laughs> you get one point. Which, All right, let's go. Wah, wah. Go for it, Teddy. Am I still allowed to quack? (laughs) (laughs) Do I have permission to quack? Um, I will go with Nick Wilson. Uh, No, no Nick Wilson. Okay, all right. uh, It's me, Yamario. I'm going with Tony. Tony was the top answer on the board. See, that's the thing. Tony could be in so many different combinations, but I feel like he's always the boyfriend. Like it's Sarah is the girlfriend looking, you know, or uh, I don't know who else would be there. Anybody? Everyone? (laughs) So, yeah. So the three (laughs) highest ones, which I can actually see them being combined together really well, is Tony, Jeremy and Sarah were the top three answers on the board. So, okay, so, so yeah, so then my prediction is the boyfriend is Tony, mm-hmm. Sarah is the girlfriend, and the girl in the red shirt is Jeremy. Yeah, that's how I would see it as well. Okay, yeah. 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 The most combinations were that. That works. Yeah. We're voting out Jeremy. I should sit out. I should sit. I should sit out. <laughs> no, we need. No, you need the quacking. I need that <laughs> yeah. in my life. I will. I'm here. I'm here to quack and nothing else. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm here to quack and answer questions, and I'm all out of quack. No way. Well, I have no good answers. I have plenty of quack. I have all the quack. All and the quack left. No Mac. So Tiger King was a big thing that swept the world. The oh, month. was it? Yes. Oh, thank you. Was it? Safe to say. Oh. And I know all all four of us have watched it plenty of times. All right. Yeah. So not once. With that being said, who is the number one person? That people were reminded of when they looked at this Tiger King photo. Jenny, what you got? I I gotta go with okay, and it's not just because like the like easy answer for everything, but I gotta go with Tony Vlacos on this one. He's feeding meth to everyone, and they're and and they're doing his bidding, and he's getting away with it. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> okay. Tony was the third highest answer on the board. Oh, come on. Uh, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> what you got, Mario? Ben Drebergen. <laughs> ben Drebergen was the second highest answer oh, on the board. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Lots of pressure. Skr, skr. Lots of pressure here. Are you going to skr, skr? Okay. Skr, skr. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Oh, it's your boy, Phil T, here with another answer for you, Puya. Uh, I would like to guess. Let's look. Who's on here? Um, I'm going to say, let's go with Adam Klein. That is incorrect. The top answer on the board with 31% was Tyson Apostle. Oh, I was going to go there, but also, uh, oh, 
okay. I guess he's like from Utah. Well, is that because he's been doing nature with Tyson? Is that why? I, Maybe. I think it's a combo of that and also Tyson the with hair. his new hairdo with his facial oh, hair yes. kind of mm, you know resonates okay. with people as a as a person who could be a king of tigers. See, I'm reading too much into the story, not just the picture. <laughs> no, where I'm thinking, I'm looking of- at directly just the picture. Adam <laughs> Klein is definitely a no. spitting image of Joe Exotic. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd like to, I'd like to clear up that I don't think that Tony is feeding anyone. Meth. Okay, good clarification. Okay? <laughs> no, I don't think that there is any meth being distributed in Fiji. <laughs> I liked Jenny's answer, to be honest, and it was much better than <laughs> mine, you, which Brianna. was just that Ben also has horrible tattoos. So. <laughs> Okay, can I talk about the tattoos? I am someone who does not... I have a couple of tattoos, and I don't consider any of them to be incredibly good. But So maybe I shouldn't be an authority on tattoos, but there were a couple close-ups on Ben this this episode, and by golly, those are some bad tattoos. (laughs) Like, they're really bad. I think we did a buffer snuff during Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, that, and one of them was Ben's tattoos. Like, it wasn't the clothing. Like, it <laughs> just was the elephant. Talk about how terrible Ben's tats are. He's got this one girl that it's just... On the leg? Yes. 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 Oh, boy. That is I'm rough. trying to tell myself that he let his child design it, so... <laughs> that is much more heartfelt. Which which is cute, yeah. and, and then I feel bad for making fun of it, but I somehow think that that's not the case. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so for the next well it's just meme. on you for life so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move over to Tiffany New York Pollard of many different <laughs> fames yes yes Jenny what you got who's number one on the board uh, I am going to go with Michelle and you would be correct with 24% yeah! of the board Michelle Woo! was the number one on the board. Now, a bonus question for Liana and Phil. Who was okay. the third highest vote here? The third highest? Yeah. Interesting. Then the fact that you picked the third means it's an interesting answer, which means it's not the first person you think of. Because why wouldn't Who's you go with the second up? person? Second or third. Give me either. Skr, skr. What you got, Phil? Oh, okay. This goes against everything Liana just <laughs> finished saying, but I'm going to guess Jeremy Collins. <laughs> I'm trying to see what sliver of the pie Jeremy had. I can't. It's like 4%. So, okay. <laughs> I'm really good at this game. So, uh, so I know Sarah yelled at people, but I'm going to go with Sarah here. And Sarah was actually tied in fourth with Natalie Anderson. Ah. Denise and then Sandra were second and third mm, respectively. I, okay. oh, yeah. I was thinking if it wasn't Michelle, it would be Denise. I once again kind of just fed up with things. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's exact that's the attitude that I feel like you were feeling earlier with someone. I don't or the like, oh, I'm out of like whatever. Yeah, what am I even saying? I, the, saying the SpongeBob meme. Yeah. I, I really I really messed that one up. But I I it was the wrong meme, but the right energy. <laughs> right. This is your redemption. Like that makes yeah. sense. I feel so much better now, guys. Okay. I won't leave with no points. And we're going to have a quick inter, uh, intermission. I was about to say intervention. Intermission in the middle of this meeting. <laughs> I think day. I need an intervention. So, <laughs> if you would. <laughs> with my duck noises. <laughs> so if you would scroll down to the, the cat and lady meme that swept the world last year. We're not going to play mm-hmm. this one. We're just going to say who we think best would have represented. Which it's combination? It's me, a Mario. 
Well, what do you think would have been the best move here? I think this is has to be Tony and Sarah. And who's who? Sarah's well, Tony the, is the cat. And yeah. Sarah is the woman yelling. <laughs> yeah. I could see it as that. I could have also seen it as um, Jeremy and Ben for that arc that they had this last couple episodes or last week. Yeah, like... Is is uh is Ben the 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 lady and like Jeremy is like the cat being like I left a tribal council that I was gonna get voted out at. Yeah, yeah well, I could see so that. What were the answers? Oh, Am the, I right? So I mean, like I said, that has no points. That was just for funsies. Uh, but Aww. to answer your question of whether you were right or wrong, the answer would be the top two vote getters were Tony Vlachos and Ben Drebergen. What? But obviously not. They were like the not highest together. combination yeah. achievers. Well, because I think Ben right. could also be paired with not just Jeremy, but also uh, Adam. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I was also thinking of that combo. Yeah. So the top four were <laughs> Sarah, Tony, Ben, Adam. So there you have it. That makes sense. <laughs> sure. I'm just like obsessed with this meme. <laughs> <laughs> I found I'm out, just staring at it laughing. Fun fact, that no cat reason. is from Ottawa. What? Yeah. That's a Yo, Canadian cat? That's a Canadian that's a fun cat. Fact. Puya, do you... I... I wish I could be so worthy. No, but I saw it on a article at some point wow. uh, in time. Yeah, that this cat is from Ottawa. And this was a Thanksgiving day meal picture. That... <laughs> What kind of salad is that? (laughs) Is that asparagus? I'm like, Mm, there's a lemon wedge. I was going to say, yeah. Or is that a yellow pepper? I don't know. Oh, boy. (laughs) Riveting. Who is the salad? (laughs) The salad is Amber. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting eaten by Ben Drever? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. Never mind. So speaking of great segues, sorry. (laughs) So back to the point receiving portion of this game, we're going to look at the Bernie Sanders meme that was in here. So who do you think meme based represented Bernie Sanders? Number, we're looking for the top answer on the board. Okay. Um, hmm, big ums. I'm I'm de- there's two people I'm debating about. Okay, whatever. It's a me, a Mario. I'm going to go with Natalie Anderson. You're going with Natalie Anderson. And I will tell you this. Natalie Anderson was not in the top three, <gasps> but she was the fourth answer. Oh, oh, um, uh, can I go again? It's a me, a Mario. Okay, I'm going to go for uh Shkur-shkur. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with um, either one of two people who had to ask for other people's fire tokens to buy an advantage. So I'm going with because I know it would just bother the heck out of Nick Wilson if I guess Nick Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I'm just going to guess Nick Wilson. I I like where you where your head was at. Um, You guessed the fifth highest vote getter. Uh, What? In that equation. So, Jenny, do you have a guess? Uh, I don't think so. I will, um, I will go with someone that I think needs a lot of emotional attention in this game and a lot of stroking like a cat might. Um, 
And I'll, it's not a cat. It's I know, but, it's, but the meme says me, my cat at 4 a.m. I am once again asking for your constant attention and salmon. So, like, I literally had to read the meme to you. I can't read. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go with Ben Drebergen. Uh, ben Drebergen was not in the top five. How? He was sixth highest vote getter. Okay, Tony Vlachos was the answer. Yeah, the okay, wait. First of all, I interpreted this as the Bernie Sanders, I am once again asking for your financial contributions. Not my cat at 4 a.m. Right, which is the version that's what that I was thinking. But I was reading the actual meme on the picture, which is <laughs> me, my cat at 4 a.m. I was, I was in the right, I was in the right area. Constant attention and salmon. I had my thinking cap on, and I had, I, I was close. I was gonna. I mean, guess you all 20. shot close. You all shot close. I did it but... for the meme. Okay. All right. It's okay. We move on. It's Which all right. Is the, okay. move on. Wait, who was second and third? Uh, second was Adam Klein, and third was Rob Mariano. Ah, uh, the Tony. So my top answers were Tony, Natalie, and uh, uh, Nick. Yeah, I was were, way off. Yeah, I mean, Natalie was fourth. Nick was fifth. But then <laughs> Rob is the interesting one for me here. I don't understand how Rob comes into the equation. I'm still uh, thinking he's the cat. Maybe it's the cat one. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah, in the context of the cat and the and the constant attention and salmon, and I'm sitting here thinking like, all right, who do I think likes salmon? Who's <laughs> <laughs> a big salmon guy? <laughs> I would just take this pause because I'm, I'm noticing we're all having different reactions to these. If anyone doesn't like this game, it was Jordan Kalish's idea. <laughs> If you love this game, it was all me. Thank you. <laughs> so going into the last handful of memes here, we got three left. Um, the score is Jenny and Phil tied with one point, Liana yeah. with two points, and Mike Bloom slash the audience winning with three points. Oh okay. my gosh, well, man. I'm going all in. Double or nothing here. Screw right. you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. So, what a bad idea. Jordan. <laughs> Although he's got yeah, he's got a Kiva on Twitch this week, so like who knows how <laughs> He's gonna, gonna get go. roasted enough. We should maybe be nice to yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Love yeah. you, Jordan. You're okay, Jordan. So <laughs> Kermit the Frog meme. But that's none of my business. Mm. Who best resembles this meme? <laughs> We're looking for yes, number one answer on the board. What you got? Um, I will go with Michelle. And you would be correct. 21% of the vote was Mm. Michelle. All right. Phil and Liana, let's open it up for more points here. Second and third person. Like I get like the, like the first point and like, we're still giving, I'm barely scraping by with anything. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's fine. I understand your frustration, Jenny, but the reason I'm continuing to do it is because no one's getting points after the first person. <laughs> yeah, but that's not fair for Jenny because she answered first. Like these are right. terrible rules. She I should will, get two points. If one of you answer, I will give one of you one point and then Jenny will get a second point. How about that? Okay. So okay. we have to get a point correct for her to also get a second point. Yeah, Otherwise, it's, a very it's just MLM one point. Structured. <laughs> okay, got it. All right. It's a, it's a me, a Mario. What's up, Mario? Denise. Denise was the second highest. Oh, so you yes. get a point. Well done. Jenny gets two. Phil, do you have an answer in the right. top three? Okay, Check but if Phil out. T gets it, then Jenny gets three points and, and I get, get two. two points. Yes. Okay, so I'm a structure. All right, so Jenny, you're you're going to win if I get this right. So I'm going I'm to hit you with the alley-oop here. Skr, skr. 
I don't think you All need right. to buzz in. All right. <laughs> I like that he has an entrance every time. All right. So it's me, Phil T. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. And I'd like to say my, na- my answer for the third most voted person for the Kermit the Frog meme is Sandra. <laughs> you manifested it. You gave oh. three points to Jenny. Wow. You gave two <laughs> and you took one point out of that. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Very cool. Like, really okay. sharing the wealth okay. here. I, so I lost to Mike Bloom still, but that's that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the yeah. L. Okay. So we'll do one last one. Ooh. Okay. So you guys all have the form open. We have the everything is fine meme. We have the angry Arthur Fist meme. And we have the troll face meme. Okay. You unanimously, can you pick one and that'll be the final one? And we'll get to the end of this. Uh, I want to do the Arthur fist. Yeah, same. Okay. All right. So I'm looking for the number one answer only (laughs) is the last one. Phil, who is it? Who's number one? Oh, my God. He's getting out of his chair. Phil T. (gasps) And my answer for the angry Arthur fist meme is Jeremy. Everything was confident until that yeah. <laughs> Jeremy was the number two answer uh, on the board. Oh. All right, Jenny, what you got? Uh, I'm going back to the same point I've been driving home this entire time. I'm going to go with Denise. And Denise is not it, what? unfortunately. Oh. Liana, for the win, can you give Her me tattoo is on that hand. On is? <laughs> okay. It's a Mia. A Mario. A Marion? <laughs> it's a me, a Rob Mariano. <laughs> Better known as the Kermit the Frog, a meme. No, wait, the Bernie Sanders. I don't even know what this is. What is this? What are you? What is that? I'm going to go with Sarah Lucina. Incorrect. Whoa, come on. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. The correct answer with 23% of the vote was Bendry Bergen. Oh, fine. Fine. So I now have the final standings here. Okay. And then you tell me what you want to do from here. So in last place, Phil T with two points. What's up? And then. In a three-way tie for first place, we have Jenny, Liana, and Mike Bloom slash the audience with four points. Can I break the tie? Wow. Can I break the tie? Do you, you, you want to break the tie? I do. How does he break the tie? Just vote? You're going to be the Laurel? Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decide the winner. Or the Yanni. I would like to decide the winner, and the winner of this game is Mike Bloom. Oh, wow. Okay, it's Piss over. off the two people that you're still on this call with. <laughs> from out of nowhere Mike Bloom doesn't even get on the podcast and gets a win oh, no, thank you for playing that's Mike Bloom's music <laughs> <laughs> alright and 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 to Liana Phil and Jenny okay alright get out of here go gone a funeral meme yourself out the door thank you very much the meme is what's in the coffin. <laughs> this game is in the coffin. <laughs> Walk okay, it so out. We are in the coffin. Got it. Yes. 
Um, oh my gosh. All right. Uh, I don't even know how we follow that. And a disaster. <laughs> I was not good at that. But I got to be a duck, so that was fun. Yeah. Well, and technically you were in second place. So. Well, I also feel no. like the rules yes. of the scoring changed in the last minute. So I don't know how valid any anyone's points were. At Jordan Kalish okay, on yes, Twitter again. for any Th- that, that uh you know the the lack of clarity on the scoring reeked of Jordan Kalish. So you, I, you're on to something there, Puya. <laughs> Yeah, I like the format change of just deciding at the end of the game. No, no, no. Now we're going to a vote system. This is completely not based on anything. Uh, All right. So before we get into our next game, there are a few things I want to talk about. The first is there was a secret scene called Tony's Got Energy, which sounds like a great energy drink brand that Tony should really seriously work on after the season. Um, But Tony describes himself as a succubus. He was like, I feel like a succubus. Now, the definition of a succubus is that it's a demon in female form that appears in dreams and takes the form of a woman to seduce men, usually through sexual activity. So I don't know, Phil, as a uh, Tony fan, how you feel about Tony comparing himself to a succubus. Um, well, you know, I you know I didn't watch this scene, so I don't really understand the context of it. But whatever Tony says goes, you know. I am a blindly loyal follower, and no matter what he says, like I, I, I co-sign it. So I mean, I'm wondering if maybe it's just that, like you know, maybe he didn't intend for it to be a sexual thing, um, but it's more so just that, like he is essentially seducing, um, you know, other players with his uh, social game and then, uh, you know, rips their head off and, and sends them to the edge of extinction. It, it's a weird it's a weird analogy, but there might be some validity. Well, to OK, it. so I relate to Tony in this way where like oh sometimes boy. I can't think of the right word. So I'll just say something close to what I mean. <laughs> And then, you know, whatever happens, happens. People can misinterpret whatever, whatever. But, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, I think that he just didn't, he couldn't find the right word. Word. Mm. And I, you know, I relate to that a lot. Not that, not that I'm seducing people and murdering them. I don't <laughs> do that. God. Also, Why check up on Jenny in the next <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, to give some context, Tony was talking about how everyone else is so low energy and he's so high energy. So he's like so he's eating like, the energy out of other yes. people. <laughs> A phrase that I'm happy I heard in my life. Do you miss Mike yet, Rihanna? Do you? Oh, yes. Man whore Mike Bloom. Swirly missed here. Uh, yes, that's perhaps what Tony is doing. I think that's what he meant. I'm sorry, sure. and, I'm, and you're welcome. No, that's, no, I think that's your own design. That's definitely what he meant. He didn't mean that other sexual thing. He just meant that he was eating the energy out of other people. <laughs> yeah okay good so moving on discussed um, from that glad we discussed that uh, so the uh, I saw this on Instagram but the Survivor Instagram page put out a fill in the blank Jeff Probst quote 
okay. uh, thing. So uh, I just because there were a few that I was like, wait, what? Like, I didn't know what the answers were and I couldn't find the answers. So I'm hoping you guys can help help me out. So one of them is come on in blank. So that one's clearly <laughs> come on in, guys. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's one that I really want to ask. So Puya, maybe you can help me out. You got a blank blank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this has come out from Jeff Probst's mouth before. You got a dig woman? <laughs> question mark. You got that uh, filthy confidence in that answer with the question mark at yeah, the end. Yeah, very not sure. <laughs> you got a dig What's woman? What's lexicon? How many are on this list? Like There's seven. There's seven so total. It must be something that he says often enough. No, I think you're close, Puya. I think it's dig deep. I was oh. I, my first instinct was dig woman, so I'm with Puya on this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can't well, believe that. Okay. If anyone actually knows the answers, like let me know. Wait, so there's no answers. No answer key. No, I, I thought you were like I, really, I thought you were like quizzing us, and you knew the answer. I don't think he says no, you I'm got sh- a dig woman. He just says dig woman. Like he doesn't say you got a dig woman, does he? I think so. I don't know. I just know okay. the soundbite that Rob played for a while during the 30s. Right. Which was, you got a dig woman. You got a dig woman? I don't remember that I think it was just far. dig woman. <laughs> I think he said, you hilarious. got a dig D. All I right. think he Whatever. said both. We'll okay. figure it out. Someone will, someone will Okay, we'll yeah. figure it out. Okay, all right. Um, so there's another one that's survivors blank. Ready, right? Oh, yes. Survivors yeah. ready. Yeah. No, the Go, course. right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Nailed I feel it. like an idiot. Cool. Uh, there's another one that I do know, I think. A blank with all the blank. Uh, a reward with all the fixins. Mm, Is it reward? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Okay. And then the other one that I'm just a terrible Survivor fan was grab your blank and head back to blank. Torches and head back to camp? Okay, is it torches? Mm, or is stuff. it bags? Grab your stuff? Stuff. Grab your stuff. Oh. Yeah, after yeah. I was thinking after I you. was thinking after he like got nothing for you. Something, something. I was thinking okay, after Tribal Council, like when he does you. his little like soliloquy, and then like he's like, grab your torches, yeah. head back to camp. Good night. I think that's it. I don't think it's stuff. I don't think he says Maybe stuff. you're right. <laughs> grab your shit. Get out of my Tribal Council. <laughs> okay, well there's another one that's, I, I'm debating between what the right answer is, but it's this one's for blank. Reward. This one's for. This one's for reward. This one's. So I, I'm between reward and immunity. This one. This one's for immunity. This is either. So vague. Yeah. I don't know how you could even like. Is it one word? Because like, uh, it's what well, you can get creative blank. and be like all the marbles. No, that one sounds like this yeah. is for all the fixes. You got to no. say it like a succubus too, because that's how Jeff does it. He says this one's for all the fixes. What? And that's is like, that something he says? Yeah, I don't know. I don't Maybe. Know. Like, um, uh, well, to be fair, the you got a bl- you got a dig woman is two blanks, oh, so I think it's just one you word. Got a dig. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, so. So immunity, one is, or this um, one's for dig. Is that this, this one's oh, is for it, immunity. This one's for all the this people who doubted me. 
I, I'm this one's really for missing the fill in the blank. <laughs> this one's for Cochran. Uh, yeah, I'm missing the Jeff Probst quote that's like uh, the. So how do as a as a father, how does it feel to blank 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 blank? You know, what I, I mean? love that like we like we that. got the return of like Jeff being weird about like people's relationships at the tribal council <laughs> with like where Ben's talking about like. You know, I got back to, to Idaho, wherever I live, and I didn't even trust my wife. And then I don't know why he's Southern, apparently. Um, but, and then Jeff is like, the same wife who saved your life. And he's just like, wow, like, what is it like he was having a, a complex relationship with a human you love? Like, it's just so weird. <laughs> Uh, I lo- first of all, I love your impression. Of yeah, ben. really, really <laughs> up there with uh, Rob Sister Nino's, I'm sure. And my Wario, <laughs> and your Wario impression, and uh, Liana and Puya's Mario. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, well, Puya, don't you do? You've got a Ben impression, right? Do you want to debut it for everyone? Because yeah. I've been subjected to it for several weeks now. I've got a Ben impression, and it kind of sounds like this. It's a little bit of gravel. It's a uh, uh, equal parts Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Liana, should we just church this up and uh, play the next game? Church it up! Oh, snap! Interrupt <laughs> the iconic Ben Dreebergen line. Church it up. That's how you know it's a Ben impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. All right. That's beautiful. Uh, this is beautiful. the best double day. Yes, of course. There was uh, there was another quote in this episode that just stood out to me if, because random shit stands out to me in Survivor, but it was blame it on the boardwalk, uh, which is what Nick Wilson says when he's asked for eight fire tokens uh, for the well advantage with stupid adv- that was the immunity challenge advantage the disadvantage right? the, advantage yes, the thirty percent more beam disadvantage which I like <laughs> to call it um, and so the next game that we're gonna play is based on Monopoly yes. and what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back and forth between or back and forth we're gonna rotate I guess through all three of you and you're gonna have to answer whether or not a version of Monopoly is real oh. or not okay now if this is a Monopoly based game I have to imagine there are going to be some relationships ended from this game because Monopoly <laughs> is war. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's officially in the rules of Monopoly. But one relationship <laughs> must end as a result. Right. Is it? It's the IKEA of board it is. games. It really is. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Probst talked about it at the beginning of the season. He said a Monopoly before war is always a good idea. Right? <laughs> the Monopoly is the war. Uh, now that's Puy- this is Puya's favorite game. Wow. You love Monopoly. No, you love Monopoly. Oh, wow. You love Monopoly. The, the, no. the first fight of Monopoly is over who actually likes the game Monopoly. No, he likes Monopoly because he keeps telling my family that I love Monopoly and trying to get them to send me Monopoly boards. I hate Monopoly. God, it's so annoying. Can you just like, um, not do that? Fun fact. Guys, I'm I really glad we can work through this together as a joke uh last christmas i 
was about to buy Liana a Fortnite themed Oh my <laughs> god! So much because I knew it would bother You're such her a, a lot. Troll. And then I thought, um, I, I actually want this relationship to last. So I didn't do it. That would have been Ghana so funeraling yourself out of that relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I so we were talking about TikTok earlier today, and I was I told him I was like, you have to stop watching TikTok because it gives you bad ideas, like you're getting bad influences. Because I can imagine him filming me opening up the Monopoly version that is Fortnite, and then filming me for the internet. Liana, so, I can not I can allowed. absolutely relate to you. Need to stop watching TikTok because it's giving you bad ideas. Because Phil still keeps on telling me that he wants to become a TikTok influencer as a career. Well, yeah, I support your TikTok endeavors and I let's do I, it, let's, man. I respect it. Let's, so let's let's get together. Let's join right. forces. They don't let's understand. Do a collab. I will oh, do the woe great. and then you'll do the woe and then everything will be cool. <laughs> you can start the RHAP TikTok. Oh, so Oh lord. Whew. Okay. Uh, well, now that we've had our first fight, I think it's time to actually play the Monopoly-based game. I'm ready. We had to get one out of the way just to get primed for it. Yes, of course. Okay, so uh, just as a, a rule, these are official Monopoly games. So there's this late for the sky company that like makes Monopoly knockoffs. No, this like has to be real legit Monopoly. From okay? the Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley or cares. whatever the company yes. is that makes it. Exactly. Yeah, it's got to be official. Okay. Got to be a fish. Okay. So, uh, Puya, we're gonna go ahead and start with you, and you just have to tell me if it's real or fake. All the right. cat lovers monopoly. Ooh. I mean, I feel like we're all cat lovers within this call, so this could be a catered <laughs> answer. I'm gonna go with fake. It is yes. real. Ooh. I fully believe yeah. that. Wait. Yeah. So what are the boards on it? Like, what are the properties? Probably just like different breeds of, cat? of cats, right? Like, oh, that's smart. I and like, and that. like the like yeah. the flame point Himalayan is like boardwalk or something. I don't know, like one of those like bougie ass cats. <laughs> that is <Don't> above my <laughs> head. <laughs> uh, bougie ass cats was not a topic. I was thinking. I'm gonna of. look into this after uh, if anyone would like to follow up with me, and I will let you know what the boardwalk cat was. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to read it. It's so small. Uh, but some of the other things on the on the Monopoly board, the Cat Lovers Edition. So instead of the railroads, it's toys. <laughs> so Aww. you have a scratching post, a ball of yarn, an empty box. <laughs> is a ball of yarn that like? Is it? Is that just a pop culture's told us it's a cat toy? Because I don't think I see enough cat videos of cats messing with them. I feel like it's mostly scratching posts and empty boxes. Well, you know, we own a cat that tears apart paper towels. So, you know, to <laughs> be honest, true. like it could go either way. Um, okay. There's also a horse lovers. Oh, my edition, God. Oh, wow. That's definitely real. So, yeah, that one's definitely real. Is Boardwalk Old Town Road? <laughs> okay, Jenny, this next one is for okay. you. The Alaskan Iditarod edition. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, you don't know the Alaskan Iditarod? Do you know what it is? Yes. What is it? Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's a like sled dog right. race. Ah, uh, yes. Like okay. uh, that movie with Cu- Cuba Gooden Jr. Oh, okay. Yes. Sled dogs. Snow dogs, <laughs> yes. Sled dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, I, I mean, considering the fact that I didn't even know the term, I obviously know what sled dogs are. I didn't know. I don't. I already forget what I, I did a rod. Is that was okay? I'm gonna yeah. go with fake. <laughs> nope, this what? one's real. <laughs> they really did a rod. Huh? <laughs> They did a rod that. Uh, <laughs> Alaska did a rod that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is for some reason uh, a version of Monopoly. So, oh man, now you're welcome. I, really, I truly everyone. just thought that was too weird, but I, I guess like yeah. it's a place. Like so, like Alaska is a place. <laughs> That's so, good, Jenny. Yes, Alaska is a place. At least, like they can use locations for the different spots on the board. But like, I I have right, so many questions. <laughs> uh, okay, well, this isn't going to clear up any of those questions. But uh, Phil is Rasta Monopoly <laughs> no. a real? <laughs> This is Phil T. Yeah, this is Phil. This is just okay. for you. No, no. Okay, no needed. worries. Okay, so this is Phil T. My answer for this question is mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so basically for the previous answers, everyone, uh, everyone so far has been like, oh, this is too absurd. This is too, you know, this seems absurd to me. And I'm going to go the other way and say this <sighs> is a real version of Monopoly. Liana, show me real. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. It is fake. However, it oh. is a fictional version of Monopoly from The Simpsons. Oh, so- oh. that makes sense. Uh-oh. And Chet Hanks uh, co-starred as the one of the players as a oh my God. of that, probably. <laughs> okay, Puya, let's circle back to you. Is Little Debbie Snackopoly <laughs> a real? <laughs> version of monopoly or not i mean i just the idea that someone lands on a on a property called nutter butter (laughs) no it's it's not it's fake please tell me it's fake you are correct it is fake however you can purchase (laughs) little debbie snackopoly uh the sweetest game you'll ever play as it was manufactured by the late first sky productions or whatever <laughs> late for the sky production wow. so okay. that's a big yeah. claim that it's, it's a sweeter game than candyland so like, candyland sucks. Yeah, right. well i'm just saying it's a game about candy but okay but the the, the like on it's like written in candy cane which is like mint. a weak no yeah. it's a weak candy like, it's not it's very sweet <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> Okay, well, that's uh, Puya and I will fight about Monopoly. You guys can fight about Candyland. I think that that all fits. I don't even think I've played Candyland. This is not a hill I want to die on. It's just trash. (laughs) It's just, I, so I played it. When did I play Monopoly? So obviously I played it as like a very, very young child. And then I played it again as a relatively, like an adult, I guess I must have been. And I remember being like, I remember Candyland was harder. No. (laughs) No, it's very basic. It's like, it's like you literally flip over a card and it's got a color on it and you move to yeah, that candy color. Land, like, yeah. so, so how many times do you flip over the card? Is there rules about how many times you need to rotate uh, in the air? I think <laughs> you need a ref or a Jeff Probst yeah. to come in and flip it for you. Yeah. 
All right, Jenny, this one is for you. Birdopoly. Oh, that's got to be real. That's easy. I'm what? sorry. Oh. Unfortunately, that is fake. Oh, yeah, that was a late for the sky game. What only, about ducks? So. Is there one for ducks? The, I don't know. I'm going to look into that, that after. question. She I'm only did the necessary that, research. She's not a, the, uh, the, the I, I Monopoly thought that maybe gal. she's an expert uh, on Monopoly versions now. <laughs> It is my favorite yes, game. As we that know. Is true. Yes. <laughs> you're going to get so you many. You have a monopoly on the Yeah, monopoly you're getting knowledge. monopoly for every Secret Santa gift from like here on out. You're going to get <laughs> all of these so this year. I'm so excited. I can't wait. All right. Well, uh, how about this next one? Maybe this one you guys can get me uh, for Christmas at some point. Phil, this one is for you. Ghetto-opoly. Oh, All right. I don't want to touch this. Why, does, with, uh, why um, does Phil keep getting the problematic one? I don't know. It's fine. Um, get, no, it's not called... It's Okay, it's Ghetto Monopoly, not Ghetto-opoly. It's Ghetto-opoly. Okay, so I have a theory that... Wait. Which ones have been real so far? Okay, maybe my theory is absolutely has no basis of information because I haven't even based it on the previous answers. But I'm thinking if it's called Ghettoopoly, maybe it's not a legitimate monopoly because it's not Ghetto Monopoly TM. You know what I mean? It's not trademark. So I'm going to say it's fake. Now, I like that logic, but unfortunately, this is no. very real. Yeah, so let me read. I need to read the Monopoly Wikipedia article oh, no. on this. Maybe the most controversial version of <laughs> Maybe Monopoly ever more for the controversial. <laughs> the Alaskan I did on the, the yeah, the Alaska or the uh, Cat Lovers edition especially was pretty, pretty bad. Um, and it says for the usage of racism, sexual behavior and drugs. Oh, my goodness. This is, the game was criticized as offensively racist by the chapter of the NAACP. As opposed to uh, inoffensively racist. From, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yes, and it was uh, it was pulled according to eBay's offensive materials policy. Neither ghetto or any of its variants, which apparently oh, there no. are variants, uh, can be sold. So, yeah, Yikes. unfortunately, like this was actually real. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. Okay. The Parker well, Brothers are uh, canceled. Well, I tried, guys. I thought that it was really just like, the, you know, nobody could ever conceptualize such a, a preposterous idea. But I look at look, look what happened. I think that you made the right call no matter All what. Right. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> this should never have yeah. existed. Okay. Like, if we're going to go back in time and fix COVID 19 and everything else, like, including Monopoly from existence. Okay, Puya, let's go to you. Okay. The BlackBerry phone 25th anniversary <laughs> monopoly. Is, is this real or fake? You know what? There was a time. There was a time where we all. I'm pretty sure we were all rocking oh, a BlackBerry. Yeah. And it, yeah, it swept the world in what, 2009, 10? Also, I've, I've realized I've said swept the world like 12 times today. For some <laughs> You're doing lots of why. world sweeping. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's enough, like I can think of at least like eight types of Blackberries, you know, the curve, the, uh, the, the, regular, the touch version they had. Um, so there's a bunch <laughs> of them. Are there enough for all properties? Mm. I don't think so. But then a 25th anniversary version makes sense. And you wouldn't have said that. But also you are clearly the fake ones are still boards, but they're from other companies. So I'm going to say that that is a version that someone else made, not the Parker canceled brothers. 
It is real. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The uh the rim, right? Because that was the Research company. And- rim yes. black. Research so fun fact about rim. Um <laughs> we actually live in the uh the rim capital (laughs) Um, research research in motion (laughs) exists in waterloo ontario um eat out that energy waterloo don't dox us on the pod (laughs) (laughs) we are rim capital Well, congratulations, Thanks. I guess. I'm not sure. They're not doing well. I'll let you know that much. We've, yeah. uh, I, I work for uh, the University of Waterloo and don't dox me, first of all. Wow. Um, and uh, <laughs> our camp. Yourself. Yeah, I know. But don't like go further. OK. Um, <laughs> and uh, the 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 campus is right next to where uh, the Blackberry buildings are. And uh, we keep like it's it's a real monopoly situation where we keep taking their buildings and using them for the school because they don't need them anymore and can't afford them. So, so this is really coming full full circle for me to know that there is a Blackberry monopoly because the, the campus is essentially taking over the, the properties that Blackberry owns. Well, now I know what you're getting for your birthday. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, Jenny, uh, this one is for you. Cereal Monopoly. Mm. Like the food yeah, cereal, no, not, not the podcast. Like the podcast. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that the next question for you. Yeah, you're getting... <laughs> yeah. Um... I feel okay. So obviously we're all getting strategic about this now and we're trying to over, over, overthink. Um, but my feelings are like, this is an easy one to, um, to make because it's like, there are so many different kinds of cereal. However, so I feel like it's an easy one that could exist. There's definitely enough cereals that exist that you could have, um, different properties. But I'm thinking this is a copyright situation where you can't have all of these different brands represented in the board game. And while it seems like the obvious, yes, I'm going to say that this is fake. That is correct. You can't get General Mills and Kellogg's in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. Tony the Tiger and and Cap'n Crunch are going to go at it. Okay, well, here's the thing, though. Uh, General Mills did collaborate with uh, General Parker Mills canceledness <laughs> or whatever to create a Monopoly-themed breakfast cereal called Monopoly Cereal. Oh. Uh, it was similar to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, but the tokens were printed on squares that looked like mar- there were marshmallows. Um <laughs> So yeah, that was a cereal so that existed in 2003. So, so you're just like you're playing Monopoly with your cereal and then you eat it after your grubby little hands have been all over it? <laughs> I don't know. The Wikipedia says the cereal and marshmallows in air in quotes. So like I don't know. In this economy, really? <laughs> oh means. boy. <laughs> I can see why they chose not to name it Monopolios. <laughs> Oh, oh so. that would have been a better name, though. Oh, so, boy, <laughs> if only they were loops. Yeah. All right. Well, with a score of zero to one to zero, um, we're going into our last question here. So, Phil, you can tie it up if you get this one correct. Booyah, sorry, you've lost. Well, I got one right. You did? Which one? 
The second one. What's the All second right, one? So, Phil T, we can tie it up. All right. <laughs> I'm just doing my best Jordan Kalish right. impression. <laughs> um, if you can guess whether or not bass fishing monopoly okay. is real okay. or right. fake. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, boy. Uh, so, um, I'm just thinking that this is such a, like, a mon- like uh, s- s- such a ridiculous topic to make a monopoly out of. I'm going to say that this indeed is a real version of Monopoly. Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Re- I'd rather- that's a compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, I think it's real. Ding, ding, it's- ding. That wow. is correct. I'm yes. Not, I'm not walking it is away a real more one, version. One L today, so I'm happy. <laughs> well, you'd miss the L and the Now, here's the thing. <laughs> That's right. He didn't, he gave it back to me. Thank you, Phil. Uh, yes, and I just want to be sh- clear like, this is not to be confused with the other version of Monopoly called Bass Fishing Lakes. Monopoly, okay, which was a separate version. Oh yes, goodness. there were two Monopoly games based on bass fishing, so just as a thing. Um, okay, so we have a three-way tie. Wow. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to go back to Puya's rules for the meme game, where the first person to shout out their call sign uh, gets to answer the question. So I'm just going to read a Monopoly edition. You buzz in and you tell me if it's real or fake. The first person to get one correct wins the game. Okay. 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 Okay, so uh, Phil, do you want to keep with your spur skirt? Oh, of course. <laughs> okay, and Jenny, are you oh, yeah, cracking all the way to the bank, baby? All right, Puya, what do you got? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so so not a not a word in the Ben <laughs> uh, language, just a sound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go for our first one. The ray okay, so you know raisins exist. Right. Okay? Raisins are so <laughs> the the there's a brand of raisins called Sun Made. Okay, Rah. so oh, yes. No. Fake. <laughs> no, oh. that's real. <laughs> Sorry. Uh so I don't know. Do you now get eliminated or no. okay, so just the <laughs> yeah, first person to go does. No no no, I think he does. I think I think he's out and now Phil and I have a chance. No, but then yeah, I wouldn't I have so a- answered early. Okay, all right, then okay, God. okay. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll throw that question out. I cheated, I guess I was wrong, and now I don't want to be out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 So fine. We'll take away. So okay. We're gonna restart oh now. Okay. That one doesn't count. But can we talk for a fact about or talk for a second about the fact that a raisin brand, not raisin not brand, brand. Uh, cereal, Monopoly it's cereal, in the cereal. Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> yes, a brand of raisins has oh a Monopoly God. edition. Okay. It's just whoever like, has money. Who I don't know. Yes, yeah, sun sun made, but like not. Yeah, it's M-A-D, like the maid of the like sun. A I D. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, the sun can afford it. One, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. All right. Okay, so if you answer incorrectly, then wait. If you answer the question correctly, you win. If you answer incorrectly, you are okay. eliminated. Just, wait, why didn't we eliminate okay. Puya? Just to be clear, wait, just well, no, because okay, the rules just were to be unclear. Clear. The rules are uh, unclear. So can we buzz yes. in before you're finished, or no? Okay, sure. We can't Kanye West. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can you okay. can do that. That's fine. I don't I don't I don't care. No, wait, no, you have to okay. finish. I have to finish have to reading and finish. then you can okay. buzz in. Okay. Yeah, you have to let let me all right, I'm yes, gonna let me finish. So, yes. 
We are Thank Canadian. You. So. All right. <clears throat> all right. All right. Let's. All right. I'm going to now read <laughs> a version of Monopoly. Okay. okay. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that was probably the most chaotic have, noise in both of the <laughs> That's not how that works. I think I heard quack. I think uh, I heard the quack first. So it. J- Jenny, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to answer. I here. believe that this is real. Uh, it's oh, a fake. Wait, I thought it was real. Oh, I literally snap. owned this. It's a, I what? owned SpongeBob it's a Monopoly. <laughs> I- it says it's a. It says that it's only a video game. Oh boy! What? This is hard because I. I'm googling. I'm, hey, can I phone my mom? Can I phone my mom because I definitely have SpongeBob. If you, if your mom can't can, remember what if game it's real, what? and there's a, she said right. the wrong one. I asked her to send me King Domino, and she sent me King Cribbage. So maybe she's not the best. Um, I'm looking it up, but I swear to I swear to G. I had SpongeBob Monopoly. I don't know. I'm I'm just going off of the Monopoly. All right, let's Wikipedia just go by page. Liana's rules. Uh, this is the one. It had, look yeah, it. it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's I, I is it a board yeah, game? Yeah, and it's made by the Parker Brothers. <gasps> All right. Well, there we go. All right, Jenny Way. wins. Congratulations, no, 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 Jenny. No, never mind. It's fine. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. Uh, some other fun versions of Monopoly are the Juicy Couture Monopoly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and actually, Puya, uh, you'll be happy to know this, but there's an Ottawa edition of Monopoly. Oh, really? <laughs> is, the, is the cat oh, one of the pieces? Can you tell me if Boardwalk <laughs> is the Parliament building, Liana? You sound so excited. No, I'm sorry. It's Bank Street. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, where is the cat? Is the 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 cat from the meme? It's uh, on one of the spaces. Oh, that should be on there. That should be boardwalk. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, there's no Waterloo Monopoly that I can find. It's the Blackberry Monopoly. Sorry. Right. Okay. Well, congratulations, Jenny. You are a winner here in the game Monopoly or Nah. I love it. Love it. Okay, well, uh, I think we are getting uh, close to wrapping things up. This has been very fun and very insane. And honestly, I didn't even notice that we've been recording for like an hour and 40 minutes. So I think that's a sign of a good podcast. Time flies when you're making duck noises and Ben Dreebergen noises and Mario noises and whatever else is happening. Was this a Survivor podcast? I don't think so. I really don't. I really, Mike really is don't. never taking a week off ever again after this. <laughs> be like you're not allowed to run the B&B by yourself anymore. Like it started with Puya and then they invited Jenny. She brought along Phil and just clearly, you know, the wheels fell off somewhere along the, the line. Okay. Well, let's try to put a wheel or two back on before we get out of here and talk about our question of the week. So last week we asked everybody to give a Jeff Probst a new occupation. Um, I'm wondering now if Dig Deep Woman made it into some of your predictions for Jeff Probst's uh, new occupation. So we had a ton of responses. I'm only going to read a few of them here and we'll get the panel's thoughts on some of these ideas. So Jar Jar Minx writes in and says that clearly Jeff Probst would be a good English teacher because he can use his metaphors and have his students write in a diary for homework, Puya. What do you think about this idea? Um, I can see it. I can yeah. see it. But like, yeah. he's not like 
he's not very good at like teaching people. He's just asking them to like, you know what I mean? Like he's always expecting people to feed the lines for him. So I, he's, I guess he's looking for the examples of the analogies, but he doesn't see, does he seem to give any examples himself? I don't know. Well, you know, if you can't do mm. teach, and if you can't teach, teach Jim, <laughs> wow, Jordan Kalish. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm never getting Jordan, invited on, on Twitch ever again. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jordan, go on YouTube and search Ghana Fuel <laughs> Meme and then play it for yourself. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, how about this? Elizabeth says Jeff Probes, the bartender. Quote, I see you ordered a Cosmo. How is life like that Cosmo? If your ta- your taste buds had a journal, what would they be writing right now? <laughs> is a Cosmo different than a margarita? Talk to oh me God. about that. <laughs> well, you know what? A lot of people say that like bartenders are are like therapists almost. You know, there's like the regulars that sit at the bar and like, you know, they talk it out. So you know, I feel like I feel like the the bar with the regulars is almost like tribal council. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that fits. I think that fits for sure. Well, Parker and Kubi had similar answers uh, that Jeff Probst would be the construction worker or the construction site foreman, of course, yelling, you gotta dig, <laughs> right? Or you gotta dig woman <laughs> or you gotta dig deep. I'm not sure exactly which one we would go with here. Now, Brian actually had a similar answer to this uh, with the you got to dig deep. But instead, Brian said that Jeff Probst would be the uh, cemetery manager in Ghana. (laughs) I think so. I think so. Which one is he in the meme? (laughs) The one on the far left. (laughs) The one playing the music, perhaps. I don't know. Potentially. Uh, Dan Sinensky writes in and says Jeff should be a repairman who hires bounty hunters so he can still give a reward with all the fixins, which is a complicated <laughs> joke because a repairman fixins and a bounty hunter for a reward. So swung for the fences there, Dan. I don't I was, know how I was that too dumb for the layers on that. One. I thought th- I think that was a temple tap that was bars as heck, Dan Sinensky, and good job on on that joke. That was great. <laughs> That was the meme with, uh, is it Eddie Murphy who's like tapping his temple? What's that meme, Huya? Meme expert? Which one? The, the Eddie one. Murphy. That's not Eddie Murphy. Who is it? <laughs> What's that Eddie Murphy comedian one? Guy. Oh, boy. What's the Eddie Murphy one? No, you're thinking of the meme that you're correct on the meme. It's just not Eddie Murphy. Oh. <laughs> What's the Eddie Murphy meme I'm thinking of? Then? No, you're thinking that's of the, the right same meme. meme. It's just yeah, not Eddie there Murphy. There must be one that's similar. Uh, let me see. I'm going to Google Mur- Eddie Murphy meme. <laughs> oh, you mean here. the Norbit meme? Oh, no. To be fair to you, when you Google Eddie Murphy meme, that oh. meme pops up. It's probably because of how oh. many times Liana searched for it. <laughs> Eddie Murphy thinking meme generator. It's Again, it's still not Eddie Murphy, but it is that wow. meme, so that's crazy. Okay, because that's how I hear people refer to it. Look, don't yeah. mind, blame my racism <laughs> on other people's racism. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Right. What? <laughs> That's what I thought of. Fine. All right. Scott. Okay. So moving on. Moving on. Um, Brendan Fitzpatrick says Jeff is a used car salesman. 
this car, it has everything. Soft, supple, mm-hmm. leather seats with all the fix-ins. An AM, FM, digital stereo with ultra-clutch Bluetooth. No <laughs> fire tokens for the first six months. Finance agreement, of course. Uh, yeah, that also reminds me of the slap the car meme. Oh, yeah. 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 You can fit a lot of good decisions on this buddy, <laughs> on this bad boy. <laughs> okay. All right. That wraps up our question of the week. For next week, we are going to be asking the question, and we discussed it a little bit here, but to design a survivor tattoo. Now, some of you were asking for a game, but I decided to turn it into the question of the week. And you have a couple ways of thinking about this. Either what tattoo would you get, or you can pick a survivor and then pick mm. the tattoo that that survivor would get. So multiple layers, much like Dan's uh, <laughs> answer from last week. We got multiple layers to the way you can answer the question of the week. And you can answer that by either tweeting at us using the hashtag R-H-A-P-E-N-B, the letter B, the letter N, the letter B. Answer in the Patreon group, the Rob has a podcast Patreon group, or you can email us at R-H-A-P-B-N-B at gmail.com. Also, if you have any game ideas, uh, please go ahead and submit those. We have one more podcast for the finale left, but we are, of course, ill-prepared and not ready for it. So if you have any ideas, email us, tweet at us. Again, the email is rhapbnb at gmail.com. Letter B, the letter N, the letter B. And also, before we uh, get out of here... I uh, want to do a callback to, I think this was one of our very, very first episodes of the BNB of this season, but I don't know if you guys remember, Jeff Probst wrote a thank you note to yes. Kim Spradlin. Yeah. Okay. And she posted it on Insta. And then we had all the jokes that like spiraled out of that. Um, so Zandra reached out to me on Twitter and says, hey, so my mom has a company that makes stationery. Do you want some Jeff Probst themed stationery? <laughs> of course, it says Liana Boris, not Jeff Probst. <laughs> and I received it wow. today. So I am super excited. Shout out uh, to Zandra, your mom. Their uh, company, her company is a Glad Note. So a Glad Note. And you can find that at agladnote.com. I am so excited to write some thank you notes to people. Uh, you Using this and for it to be mocked online. So, Jenny, uh, I think I'll write you one, but not Phil. What? And then Phil can do his joke parodies <laughs> uh, from there. And we'll just like, we'll come, it'll come I love full it. circle. I, I love think. it. Can't we? I love a good snail mail too. So, <laughs> and now you know you can send it to Waterloo. Just send it to the Blackberry oh buildings. And okay, so our address <laughs> is. No, 40? no, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my gosh yeah and i'll just write waterloo and then it'll find you guys right that's how the mail service yes works. definitely will you also send champagne like uh like jeff sent to oh, kim crap. or yeah and think about that <laughs> If anyone's mom runs a champagne <laughs> business, please send me champagne. You can uh, mail me uh, Liana Boris. I live. At, no, wait. Hold on. Okay, I'm not going to dox that. That's right. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, Jenny, Phil, thank you guys so much for coming on whatever this was. Um, I guess it was the Beatrice. Uh, but, but, uh, but how can people reach out to you, find you on social media? What are you guys up to? Um, what am I up to is, is, 
A good question. Uh, trying to figure out how to give Phil a haircut in my spare time and oh failing miserably at it. Um, but otherwise, playing a lot of Mario Party, as we mentioned. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, just getting through these uh, unprecedented times and, uh, you know, enjoying this last little bit of Survivor. So uh, I'm still doing a little bit of live tweeting during the episodes, but mostly just feeling all of the feelings as I watch uh, Survivor. But you can follow me on social media at Jenny Autumn. Uh, yeah, you can follow me also on f- social media at Fillard, P-H-I-L-E-R-D, except for on TikTok where I'm Champagne Pouty. Look out for me and Puya's collaborative TikTok account <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. So can't, can't wait for that. Oh, I can't. Yeah, we Jenny and I are obviously very clearly very. Yes, excited. we're thrilled. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait for however this collaborative TikTok works while we are isolated with our partners in our homes. <laughs> it's just going to be practicing TikTok dances for three to four hours. I've a day. already watched this happen, so <laughs> just get used to it. If you love me, then you have to get okay. used. To okay. <laughs> and Puya, thank you for filling in uh, for Mike, even though he may not appreciate it as much as I do. How can people find you on social media? What are you up to? So people can find me on all major platforms at Puyaism. Uh, while Re- Liana received stationary, I have remained stationary and have been at home. Um, recording the Mass Singer podcast weekly with said Liana, receiver of stationery. And you can find that at www.robinswebsite.com slash singer. one word. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the Mass Singer, so that's the thing that's happening. And as always... <laughs> Can I just can I just want to say something about about Puya? He was eating a carrot the other day, and he what was a weird. Is starting he was like, story. this is he was no. This goes to the stationary line. He was like, this is so much work. <laughs> like how little Puya's done during quarantine. <laughs> well, he's the carrot monster because the cookie didn't. It was, that's a real thing, right? Where the cookie monster they made him the carrot monster for a while, or is that just an urban legend? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like it keeps well, it was a, cookies. Or actually, actually, the is there a worked. carrot monster monopoly game? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need yeah no Puya's been oh. Puya's been taking care of a lot of stuff here and I'm just teasing you because I okay, love you tell, right tell that's them what I've been doing yeah Phil is also yeah. eating carrots alright what the hell <laughs> and helping out a lot yeah alright <laughs> God bless. <laughs> okay. Well, next week, Mike Bloom will be back. You can follow him at a Mike Bloom type. Of course, this week he's on the voicemails with Rob, but he will be back next week, like I said. And we're going to be joined by our guest, Gabby Pascuzzi, wow. is going to be here too. My queen. Yeah. Poor Gabby. I love how you've had like. <laughs> Gabby and then like uh, a like a couple Laurens who have played Survivor and then like us too. It's like in like the recent weeks, it's like <laughs> we're like a weird yeah, like sandwich was- between like actual legitimate guests. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Let's just refresh. We had Lauren O'Connell who played on Survivor. Uh, we had Aaron Jackson who is a comedian. He wrote a book. We have Lauren Beck who is also on Survivor. And then for our finale, we have Gabby and of course 
sandwiched in. <laughs> we have the two of you. What an honor. I so feel honestly, like well, so I just fun. feel like we gave some very like thoughtful survivor takes and that's what this whole podcast was. It definitely so, was a lot of that. Honestly, you should be honored to have my personal survivor takes that are very hot. They're scorching hot and they're actually really good. They're very so, unique. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> Well, and of course, for more scorching hot Phil tea takes, check out his TikTok, which was what? Something weird again? What was it? Champagne, champagne pouty. Yeah, because it's like Drake is oh, champagne poppy, but I'm a sad man. So that's why it's champagne pouty. Uh, okay. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, you can follow me at Liana R-H-A-P on Twitter. I am, like Puya said, talking about The Masked Singer with him, but I'm also podcasting about RuPaul's Drag Race. So check that out with Amon Adwin and Brent Wolgamott. Shout out to Will from America for our theme song. Of course, thanks to Scott St. Pierre for having to put this <laughs> mess of a podcast together. Shout out SSP. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, thank you all for listening. I hope. And I'm sorry. And uh, I guess maybe hopefully we'll check you out at your next day if you haven't been scared away from us. So see y'all next week. Bye bye. <laughs> It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.